0: squad.
1: Don't be fucking.
0: We've been having a little audio trouble, folks, so we apologize for that. We're going to do our best to power through and finish out strong. So just to recap the part that got lost, uh, Moen's lost his parliamentary immunity. He decried it as a political witch hunt many times. Uh, I took it very badly. Uh, He had a bunch of shell companies that the government was looking into, including one called Camel Imports which he changed the name of to cinnamon imports, which is only one letter different in Danish. And the way he kept track of them was by naming them after the dates they were founded on, because he was founding multiple a day sometimes. Did I get all that? Yeah. Uh, all right, I think we're good now.
2: Yeah, and okay, that's, ba- that's basically what he spends most of his time doing.
0: Uh, he was I doing think- this well in Parliament, right?
2: Uh, yeah, um, well, he, he, <laughs> he, uh, he started uh, while uh, a tax advisor for uh, Siemens Bees and other uh, wealthy Danish people, uh, but he continued doing it uh, while in Parliament, uh, as far as I can tell, yes. Uh, he awesome. appears to have continued doing it until he's uh, convicted of tax fraud. <laughs> So how many shell companies in total are we talking here? Uh, I have been unable to find a number, but I would assume he has several hundred companies running at a time. Ah.
0: So is he, like, the CEO of all these companies? Or does he, like, appoint his friends to them?
2: Uh, So uh, the way uh, Danish company law works is you need... Uh, three people uh, to sign a founding document in order to uh, establish a publicly traded company. These three three people would usually be Glystrup himself, his wife, and then someone who worked for him.
0: <laughs> okay. So, very normal. So, was he... Um, so, these companies were publicly traded. Did I get that right?
2: Uh, yes. Uh... Which uh, the reason he did this was so that he could uh, uh, basically manipulate the stock prices and sell stocks back and forth to himself. Uh, Wait,
1: that uh, seems that oh, seems illegal. Yeah, that doesn't. That just seems like he, it's, I assume he was just doing this as a ter- to cover for his embezzlement.
2: Uh, he's mostly doing it. Uh, uh, so that he can uh, create fake losses and use those losses to write off taxes.
0: Oh so he's so dedicated to not paying taxes that he isn't even trying to make a lot of money. He's just trying to
1: not pay taxes.
2: Yeah, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You got to respect the commitment, honestly.: This feels overly complex. I feel like couldn't I mean I feel like most people just put their money in the Cayman Islands or in Dubai.
2: Uh, Yeah, but uh, most people aren't uh, libertarian, anti-tax crusaders who just really enjoy the thought of... Yeah, you need to understand
0: the European bureaucrat mindset.
2: Yeah, he is is locked in an existential struggle with the Danish tax authorities. (laughs) And through sheer willpower and, and number of companies, he is going to defeat them
0: it's like light and l from death note is him and like whoever the head of the danish version of the irs is <laughs> they're like constantly trying to figure out the other one's identity
2: <laughs> yeah uh pretty much and uh uh light so get- or mogens eventually uh, loses in uh 1983
1: yes. I assume all this stuff made him pretty unpopular with his fellow lawmakers
2: uh, well uh, unpopular enough that they uh, removed this uh, parliamentary immunity at least did anyone vote against that not even all the members of the Progress Party uh, <laughs> Wow. That's
0: brutal. It so really sounds, do be your own, huh?
1: He sounds pretty unpopular, which makes which begs the question. How many fights did he get how many fist fights did he get into in parliament?
2: Uh Unfortunately none, uh as far as I can tell. Sure he, yeah. Obviously not as cool as uh, the Habsburg who punched ian paisley in the face in the european parliament
0: yeah we are gonna ian paisley is gonna be an episode topic at some point because how could he not be uh, so yeah we, we although, will definitely be covering that
1: incident don't worry The although, DUP could be an episode
2: yeah well probably. i mean i feel like you can get multiple episodes out of every single northern irish party yeah, there's, that's probably true. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of weirdos in there when yeah. the entire political system is dominated by former terrorist groups. Very true. It, it is European Lebanon. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> uh, okay, and this is a complete digression, but uh, we've mentioned Reddit uh, a couple of times, and i got to say, The funniest people on earth are people on the Lebanon subreddit who are like, "Uh, I don't think I'm going to vote for Hezbollah this year because of their tax policy. (laughs) Uh, Or or like because of the state of the
1: economy. I'm sorry, are there people already voting for Hezbollah because of their tax policy? Yes. Yes. Has more yeah. just a political party to live in Lebanon? Yeah. No, but they also have a military wing, which makes me, which I feel like would kind of would kind of mute any debate over tax law.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but they also have like regular policies. Yeah, no, I know they do. But like still. they run in elections.
1: Yeah, they but do well still.
0: sometimes. I remember a few years ago they like did very well.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but Gabe, this is exactly why. Uh, R slash Lebanon is the funniest subreddit because it is in genuinely insane for to me to see people debating the merits of Hezbollah's fiscal policy. Yeah, uh, they are currently like the third largest party in the Lebanese Parliament. Yeah, <laughs> and like it's not like the rest of the Lebanese parties don't have uh, paramilitary wings yeah yeah I mean we,
0: we don't have to get into it right now but I'm sure Lebanon will show up on this podcast at some point also uh, a very good article about Gleestrup I found, uh, it's in Spanish uh, it's called Mogen's Gleestrup o el individualismo dens uh, Mogen's Gleestrup or Danish individualism uh, it's in El País. It's from uh, nineteen eighty three, July. It's uh, very good. It just goes into like how people reacted to his conviction quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, for our one lit, so for our I don't know three listeners who speak Spanish, uh, highly
2: recommend. Uh, so uh, one of the things uh, that his conviction results in is. He can't really continue being uh the leader of the party while in prison. Well, well not with that attitude. Well he he could, but uh it's uh it's fairly complicated to be to lead the parliamentary group while not being in parliament because you're in prison. <laughs>
0: So he should have run for Parliament from prison. like a true dissident.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Glistrip does not have that Eugene Deb swag. Yeah. tragic.
1: I thought he was gonna try to get really weird with the wording of the law and be like, define prison and define election. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. You know how like people say you know the Inuit have uh, all these words for snow. Uh, in the
1: Danish language, there are actually 47 words for ele- for election. That would be very impressive, but I do not think that's the case.
0: No, it's not. Ah, well, they can't all be winning. Not every joke I make can be a winner. Let's move on.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, so uh, while it's impressive, uh, is when uh, Pia Sjærskor uh, starts to... Uh, take over uh, influence in the party and try to turn it into a serious political party. And I'm sure that goes really well. They get 3.6% uh, in uh, the first election after Glistrup's conviction.
1: How many seats <laughs> is that? Uh,
2: six seats. Uh, oh. Brutal.
0: Seven so and zero. So they lose about three-quarters of their seats. Uh,
2: Well, they had been on a downward slope uh, for a while, uh, but they lose like two-thirds. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. Again, better than zero.
2: Yeah, but still pretty bad. Yeah. uh, Don't worry. We will get to zero eventually.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um So, you know, it seems like without Glystrup they lose that kind of outsider appeal of, like, you know, this bombastic figure. So now they're just a regular right-wing party. So why wouldn't you just vote for the more established right-wing party, right? Uh,
2: yeah, uh, so uh, uh, Glistrop, uh, uh once he gets out of prison uh, two years later, uh, is back with... Uh, a new thing. He's no longer the anti-tax guy. Now He he's converted the, to Islam. He converted to Islamophobia, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> he joined the nation of Islam. Uh, no, uh, his, his new thing is uh, that he's the anti-Muslim guy. Ah. He wants to kick out all of the Muslims, which apparently there were Muslims in Denmark in a noticeable number in 1985?
0: I read somewhere that Denmark liberalized their immigration laws in 1983.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, he, is, uh, he is very mad about that. Is that kind yeah. of the
1: start of the anti-Muslim wave in Denmark?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, to, a, to a certain extent uh, Glistrup is uh, kind of a emblematic figure of the evolution of the Danish right, in that he uh, pivots hard into anti-immigration and uh, Islamophobia, uh, away from the traditional right-wing tax cuts and uh, regulation cuts message.
1: Okay, because I was going to say, I feel like a lot of the countries in Europe that have where anti-Islam parties have gotten very large, they did not really get that large until the last 10 years or so. Well, this Uh,
0: party was not very large.
2: No. (laughs) It was uh, for a
1: while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, But when they were not as hard, when they weren't like a single issue anti-Islam party.
2: Uh, They do uh, for a while manage to turn around uh, the decline. Oh, okay. All right. Then I'm an idiot. Ignore me. Uh, they, uh, uh, Glisrip's first election back out of jail. Uh, he gets uh, back into uh, parliament, uh, and uh, they, the Progress Party, gets uh, nine seats. Uh, however, the rest of the party isn't totally convinced by Glisrip's idea that uh, Islamophobia is the new thing they still want to continue doing the uh, insane libertarianism.
0: You know, they say parents just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so is he back to being leader of the party, or is he just a member?
2: Uh, he's just a member. Uh, he does, however, have the previously mentioned uh, lifetime seat in the Central Committee. Ah.
0: Uh, so, uh, so that allows him to influence policy so to
2: speak. Uh, Yeah, Uh, which also means you can't really get rid of him. Yeah, that is what a lifetime appointment is.
1: I'm sure that didn't create problems. Uh,
2: No, uh, of course not. Uh, Why would it be a problem uh, that you have a member of uh, the leading uh, body of your party who is like an insane weirdo and... uh, Denmark's most famous tax criminal? And that you can't get rid of. That's just the
0: Danish mindset, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, so eventually in 1990, uh, they kick him out of the parliamentary group. They can't kick him out of the party, but they can kick him out of the, the party caucus in the parliament. Okay. Yeah. Uh, He uh, he creates uh, a new party.
1: What's the party called?
2: It's called Trifselspartie, which translates to the Well-Being Party. That
0: is the most generic name for a political party in human history. Uh, Yeah, it's somehow worse than Progress Party. Yeah, like, somehow that's even more generic. I don't know how he did it.
2: Yeah, it's... uh, The mind of a true genius. Uh, How does he keep coming up with these incredible names? (laughs) Jesse Pinkman. He
0: can't keep getting away with it!
2: (laughs) And, yeah. uh, So now uh, we're in the 90s... uh, we, and this is the decade where Glistrip uh really uh, pops off with the islamophobia. This is where yeah. he gets the majority of his hate speech convictions,
0: yeah, so this is sort of like you know when rappers get their first hit and then like you know the fame kind of goes to their head. That's kind of what happens here.
1: wait, you said the first of his hate speech convictions how many does he have uh
2: do you want to guess? Six.
0: All right, I'm going to lowball it. I'm going to say three.
2: Uh, I think uh, he has uh, six uh, convictions uh, total. Uh, oh, count- I was right. Counting the tax fraud one. So uh, five.
1: Uh, okay, I was one off.
0: So Gabe's closer, but under Price's right rules, I get it. So. Listener, up to you, which of us won?
1: As long as you pick me, it's fine.
0: (laughs) It's okay, I'll forgive you. For being right? No, I meant like I'll forgive the listener for picking me. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: So uh, one aspect of his uh, Islamophobia that's particularly weird is that he consistently and exclusively refers to Muslims as Mohammedans, which is very, which is very 19th century racism.
0: Yeah. Like I, whenever that, that word has only come up to me when I'm reading stuff from like the literal 1800s.
1: I'm not even sure if I've ever seen that term, even in documents from the 1800s.
0: Um, a lot of like Christian texts from the 1800s and earlier use that term. Oh, okay. yeah. Like I took a class once on like early slave literature and they and like literature both for slaves and by slaves. and they uh, they use the term sometimes when they're talking oh, about gotcha. like religion.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, during a debate in uh, 1997, he says that uh, the Muslims want to castrate and murder all Danes. Oh, God. Which I, I, I'm not sure why you'd need to castrate them first if you're going to kill them anyway. Yeah, that that seems very unnecessary. Yeah, that's just yeah, isn't inefficient. The whole thing,
1: isn't the whole thing about demographics, <laughs> isn't that the whole thing, the debate in Europe? Like, aren't all these people concerned that white people are becoming a smaller part of the population?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, the, you may be familiar with the, the great replacement theory. Yeah. I think I think you have some Republicans talking about that. Yep. Uh, we yeah. sure do. Yeah, that started in France about uh, mostly Algerian and uh, uh, Libyan Muslims uh, having... Never place my
1: What was the guy's name? Renaud Camus? <laughs> uh...
2: Yeah.
0: No relation.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that that would have been a weird one. Uh... I mean... Uh, Camus was
0: like a white Algerian, so anything's possible.
2: True, true. Uh, But yeah, uh, a lot of concerns about uh, Muslims having, on average, more kids than the rest of the country. That spreads to most of Europe as well. And uh, Glistrip is uh, one of the first somewhat... Prominent advocates of this in uh, in Denmark. So he's kind of like the
0: Lil Wayne of racism in a way.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: Well, like like the way Lil Wayne popularized kind of the trap music sound. uh, uh you know he popularized "Great Replacement" theory.
2: Uh, yeah, or that uh, one famous uh, Velvet Underground concert where like half the people in the audience went on to start their own super successful bands. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's sort of that, and yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Mons Glee Strip in a hotel room just shooting up heroin and writing polemics about Muslims.
2: Yeah, and two, two decades later, Denmark has like five or six parties whose only thing is being anti Muslims. Yeah. Why do you need five or six? I don't know. They. <laughs> the, the Denmark just enjoys having parties. Yeah. Dan's just love their political parties, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he also uh, he also says that anyone who has studied Muhammadism knows that it <laughs> is uh, it is currently only trying to flatter us until it until they are strong enough to execute us all. So uh, he's
0: big on like a literal race war.
2: Yeah. Uh, he gets. Uh, for this, he gets uh, a week's worth of uh, what's it called when you uh, parole? I think when you yeah. have to probation, probation, yeah. Uh, when you have to don't commit any further crimes, or you'll have to serve this sentence in addition to whatever you get convicted of next.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, so he gets uh, he gets his first uh, hate hate speech conviction here. And what year are we in? Uh, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. And uh, being a lawyer, he obviously uh, appeals. Uh, the The sentence gets appealed appealed in the court of appeals and later in the Supreme Court. Uh, the year after, uh, he is allowed, uh, he he decides to join the Progress Party again, and is allowed <laughs> to be part of the uh, parliamentary group if he gets back into Parliament, uh, because uh, Pia Shashkor has uh, left the party to form the more moderate Danish People's Party—they're not. A lot and this more is moderate. not yet. A, this
0: is not yet another communist party, right? Uh,
2: no, uh, the Danish People's Party is. Uh, I guess you could say uh, they're the people who took uh, Glitter's uh, underground uh, sound and polished it up and brought like mass appeal to it.
0: Sort of the Sex Pistols of racism.
2: Yeah. I uh, like having
0: you on because you laugh at my jokes. Gabe never laughs at my jokes.
1: Well, <laughs> they don't make sense.
0: <laughs> they totally
1: do. They're all the same joke. Just insert band name racism. There's no joke. That's just this episode. I do different bits, different episodes. But they're all the same. They all have the same flow. Never mind. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Danish People's Party... Uh, eventually gets like 20% towards the end of the 2010s. That's not great. Yeah, and then they just fucking collapse uh, because (laughs) uh, everyone's, all of their voters move on to all the new more extreme parties that have popped up based on the success of the Danish People's Party. So now, last election they went down to 2.6%. 2.6%.
0: Ah, pretty brutal fall-off, huh?
2: Yeah, uh, and uh, over in uh, the Progress Party, things aren't looking great either. All right, so it's 1993,
0: we've let Gleestrip back into the party. Uh,
2: 1999.
0: Oh, wow, so he, did he ever get back in Parliament?
2: uh let me check my uh, notes sorry no
0: I shouldn't interrupt just
2: keep telling the story uh yeah no uh he doesn't uh, wow. uh in 2000 so which is the same year he uh defends his previous uh, hate speech uh, in the Supreme Court. gets uh, another hate speech conviction. (laughs) For what this time? Uh, For saying that the Mohammedans should be captured and sent into concentration camps and sold to the highest bidder.
1: Oh.
0: So openly advocating genocide and slavery. Yeah. Wow, that's... What is every every time we go to Europe, man, both times it involves, we end up at genocide? You know, when we started this podcast, we thought we'd be covering, like, guys who say crazy
2: things. And then the second we leave America,
1: genocide. I mean, that is still crazy.
2: I mean, yeah. to, be fa- to be fair, you did your first non-American episode on Serbia. Genocide yeah, is that... to be expected. A guy in <laughs> yeah, that in might 90s, be our fault. I awful. feel
1: like that was kind of a... Yeah, maybe that was our fault.
2: Yeah, you kind of like jumped into the deep end of uh, European guys with that one. Yeah, we really did.
0: It's okay. Our next episode on a European guy is going to be a little less crazy, I promise.
2: Doesn't that sort of go against the concept of the show? A little less crazy as in we didn't he say not crazy.
0: Yeah, a little less crazy as in mostly financial crimes.
2: Ah. Yeah. uh, Wait, no, uh, I forgot something. He did actually get into Parliament again briefly. Oh, shit. In 99? uh, Yeah. But after this uh, new uh, hate speech conviction, the entire rest of the parliamentary group leaves and forms a new party. So
0: he was too radical for his own party.
2: Yeah. Uh... He, he was betrayed, just like Jesus.
1: No, I don't think that's how that works.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I would not compare him to Jesus.
0: <laughs> All of our devout Christian
1: fans are going to be really mad about that one. Has he compared himself to Jesus?
2: Uh, No, uh, only to... Uh, Anti-Nazi partisans. Ah, oh.
0: I was hope, I was thinking he'd probably compare himself to like Charles Charles Martel or something.
2: Yeah, you, I mean, you'd think he'd do something like that uh, now in his uh, like Islamophobic arc. Okay, so in
0: 1999, his entire party splits off because they can't get rid of him from the party's central committee. But they, so they just say, fuck it, we'll form a new party?
2: Yeah, uh, so they form the party Freedom 2000.
0: Named after the George Michael song, I assume? Uh,
2: I think it's just named after being libertarians and also Y2K is coming up. Ooh, okay. Because apparently that was a huge thing. I can't really remember any of that. Although I was like four years old, so makes sense, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah, Y2K is actually really interesting, uh, but it's, we've already gone on way too long, so I'll skip it for now.
1: I was going to say, this is a two-hour episode now. Yeah. yeah so uh, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, basically, uh, that's sort of the end of... Uh, Strip's political life uh he he continues uh doing hate speech and uh, getting into legal battles for the next eight eight years and then he dies
0: <laughs> Wait, what he a dying? way to go out
2: uh couldn't find anything on his death i think it's just like a heart disease or something uh
0: he was murdered.
1: Died at the age of 82.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, So
0: wait, how long did he stay in Parliament the second time? He gets re-elected in 1999 and his whole party leaves. Did he, like, keep his seat?
2: Uh, well, he kept his seat until the uh, end of uh, the... Uh, the end of the parliamentary term but okay so the
0: immediate next election he lost it
2: yeah uh, because which I don't know I feel is less weird than getting back into parliament at all that yeah. it is he's just like the in, the Muslims want to kill all Danes guy yeah it was like a couple years too early on that one
0: yeah yeah he was ahead of his time sure. yeah uh,
2: if if glistrup had been, had been like uh, 20 30 years younger he would probably be the prime minister of denmark now
0: yeah probably that's sort of the thing with this like as much as it is like fun to laugh at him
2: he kind of won in the end yeah uh, he did <laughs> Every party in Denmark is just. Well, their rhetoric isn't quite as unhinged, but their policy prescriptions aren't far off.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they literally steal jewelry for refugees, so, like. You
2: know. uh, yeah, um, that's uh, the Social Democrats doing that. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, the. <laughs> yeah. The Danish right wing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the center-left
1: party. <laughs> what does the right wing do? Uh,
2: well, uh, the big winners of the last election on, on the right wing side is the recently founded party, the Denmark Democrats, uh, who got uh, 14 seats in their first election. Uh, founded by a former uh, minister of immigration from Venstre oh boy. Uh, who was impeached for uh, illegally deporting children. How do
1: you uh, wait? What? Oh my! And How do you illegally deport Christ. children? Did, did he just like put them like on like boats or whatever, and like just hope no one would know about it?
2: Uh, no, uh, basically, uh, it came out that. Uh, I think it was a Supreme Court ruling that uh, the policies in question were unconstitutional. Jesus. It feels, feels like maybe the Danish Supreme Court could have worked a bit faster there. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, uh, she was impeached after leaving office.
0: Yeah. If, if it was unconstitutional, you could have maybe stopped it when it was happening.
2: Yeah, that's generally a nice thing to do. Yeah. Uh, instead, she, she they basically just told her, that was mean, stop doing it. After she'd already done it.
0: I will say, didn't this also happen in the UK? Didn't Liz Truss oversee the Windrush scandal and then become Prime Minister? I think it was Amber Rudd. Oh, it was Amber Rudd. Okay, my bad. Yeah,
1: she was Home Secretary during that, during uh, 2016 to 2018.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. That Windrush was 2017, I think, so yeah. My bad. But it would be like if she became the Prime Minister. Or, not Prime Minister, but had a new party and did very well.
1: Yeah.
0: Instead of that effectively ending her career
2: yeah, as a uh, front-bencher. Uh, that's just one uh the Danish parties. Uh, the other party that has uh, appeared to the right of uh, the Danish People's Party is a party called the New Conservatives. Oh boy.
1: I'm sure they're normal.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Let's just say that. Yeah, that was
1: sarcasm. they They don't sound normal. Uh,
2: they're pretty normal by Danish standards at this point. <laughs> uh, because these are just the Danish right-wingers that are in Parliament. Outside of Parliament, you have... Uh, I think the English translation would just be hard line. Uh-oh.
1: Wait, is there. Wait, okay. Are those the guys who do the Quran burnings?
2: There are. They are the guys who do the Quran burnings and want a complete ban on all immigration to Denmark.
1: Even from, like, other
2: Scandinavian countries and majority white countries? Uh, Yeah. uh, They. Well, uh, in practice, uh, I don't. I suspect they wouldn't be quite this strict if they got into government, but uh, in theory. they would they wouldn't even let uh, me into the country uh, despite the fact that the only difference between me and the Dane is that I pronounce vowels <laughs> but yeah their main thing is definitely islamophobia as evidenced by the Quran burnings yeah they'll that, do it so yes uh, denmark the house that Mogens built.
0: <laughs> Mogen trying to see how many people he can kill with one bullet.
1: This feels like a bad note tended on, but I don't know where else we could go. Yeah, I mean, d- d- racism sucks, and it really sucks
0: how ridiculously prevalent it is in electoral politics in Europe.
1: And also, just a lot of places.
0: Yeah, like I, I wish I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, like find a charity or something you could donate to, and post that in
2: the description. Yeah, there's not really a lot like, of silver linings uh, when looking at the current state of uh, Danish immigration policy. Sorry. Yeah, it's
0: they literally take people's jewelry. Oh, oh. like it's it's so bad, man.
2: Yeah, uh, they also have like stricter punishments for crimes committed in designated ghetto areas.
0: Yes, is- they're the first they're the first European country since nineteen forty five to officially designate certain areas as ghettos.
1: Oh god.
0: Like, like yeah. by government decree. And they define it as a certain number of people being foreign born or having foreign born parents.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's not great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll. Are there any like charities or something that help like refugees in Denmark that I can
2: post? Uh, I don't know. You'd probably have to ask a Dane.
0: Okay, I will. I'll try to find one. Cause yeah, I don't really know what else we can do.
1: Do we stop it on that note? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we have a platform, so. Yeah. So I guess this is it. Uh, I'm Gabe.
2: And I'm Rose. Uh, yeah, I'm Graham. Uh, Do you if want to you, plug anything, Graham? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if you speak a Scandinavian language, uh, check out uh, Brother Vulcan's Pod. Pods. Uh, uh, I can send I can send you guys uh, the Twitter link and you can post it. Uh, yeah, in the I'll description. post it
0: in the episode description. Yeah. So thanks. yeah, for all right and uh, Gabe, do you want to run next week or do you want me to do it?
1: Um, I'll let you know. Okay. I so have finals the next, next week, few weeks, so I'm going to be pretty busy. But I'll get back to you.
0: All right, I could do an episode without you if you want.
1: I can just you get it past. You might have to. All right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right. Okay, I'll so you know. we'll tentatively say next week is going to be Mark Thatcher. Okay. Tentatively.
1: All right. See you. Right.
0: See you guys then. Good yep. night and good luck. Yep. Bye.